0: What's up, everybody? Marty, what's going on today?
1: Oh, my God. First off, I said I can tell by the music that Frost is hosting. So, I, do you have like specific music? Yeah, like it's frost sweet jams?
0: Jazz, yeah.
1: <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Uh, hello. This is uh, breakout episode number 93 for Wednesday, June 28th, 2023. Uh, my name is Marty Slievez. So, I'm joined by Casey Wosu and filling in for the sick Nick. Uh, it is Frost. The other sick Nick. The other sick Nick. <laughs>
2: the other How sick
0: many sick Nicks Nick. we got? Uh, I mean one. Like what three now? Do we have another sick Nick? Is Nick the OG sick? Nick <laughs> oh, G.
1: Health health check. Nick Let us know. Nick, Nick, Cannon. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon's sick. Yeah, he's sick, sick for
2: different reasons.
1: Different, yeah. different kinds of sick for different reasons. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. uh, well, hello everyone. Uh, welcome to Breakout. Thank you all uh, so much for being here. Uh, there's as uh, if if you notice that there's a whole wall of green if you're watching live in the in the Ooh. chat, it's because uh, today we shifted over uh, just the ZP format to where uh, we are no longer hosting videos on our site. And so uh, if you watch zero punctuation on uh, YouTube, nothing is changing in your life. Members uh, already have access to next week's episode, which is Diablo Four. Uh, YouTube and Patreon members can watch that now. It will be going live to everyone on YouTube uh next Wednesday for Diablo 4 and that's when post ZP will be. So if you want to watch it early, kick a fuck a uh, couple bucks. I almost said a fuck bucks. Fuck <laughs> a bucks, Ron. A couple bucks. <laughs> I almost said kick a fuckle. <laughs> you can't kick a fuckle. I need to stop saying that word. Uh so do that or don't. It's fine. But you're not Everybody here I've already said
2: that word. Please please <laughs> help us with your donations. <laughs> we need
1: to go need, Marty needs to retire so that no one's saying fuckle. <laughs> Anymore. Um, we have a wonderful show for you today. Uh, our, our big topic uh, a lot of people are chatting about this whole Microsoft Activision thing, and we might touch on it a little bit. We touched on it a bunch over the week on Casey's uh, podcast uh, on yeah, Sigma, show. Sigma Show.
2: podcast. Check it out.
1: On Sunday. Fun check times. that out. I'm sure we'll talk about it more next week because Nick has a bunch of thoughts on it. Uh, but I kind of wanted to use it as a springboard. To talk about how Microsoft needs to stop going after these big whales, these Bethesda's and Activisions, they start. They need to scale back and focus on on one of the things that made me fall in love with the 360 in the first place, which was the Xbox Live Summer of Arcade, which ran from like 2008 to 13 or so. Uh, oh, and we'll be God. chatting about that era of indie games, why that was such a cool thing, and why that could or possibly could not work uh, going forward. Um, uh, because uh, Frost brought up the idea of an indie game identity crisis, which I think is tough. It's like a, a crisis Uh-oh. on infinite Earths, but with uh, infinite indies. Yeah, crisis on infinite indies. Oh. Uh, there's TMI, right? Right, Frost. There's too many indies. No,
0: there's not enough indies. It's oh, my not mistake. Enough. It's not enough. It, it's indies. NEI. Not enough indies. We, we're not being opposite
2: that's why scary. it's gonna be good for
1: the topic we're gonna get to argue i don't want indies to go away i want more indies i want the indies to be able to come to me in an easier way but we're gonna talk about that when we get to the topic
2: it's not like you're uh, gonna talk to them about like a tough time in their life right <laughs> i'm here if you indies need I, to come, I, bro, come I to, spend, to jesus spin my indies. chair
1: around yeah. so you got detention <laughs> um how, how how are you guys how is everything in your homes
2: well, funny you should say that. Uh, go ahead, Frost. Uh, it's like, it's,
0: it's uh, uh, hundred degrees. Out. First triple digit of the year. That's, uh, too hot. Yeah, too uh, many temperatures. It's, uh, everything's crackling outside. It's not, not a good time.
1: Yeah, I saw pretty much Kansas, Oklahoma, and, and Texas are hitting hitting crazy highs um, this this couple of days. Yeah. You just had your power out for it. What is going on? You're, you're like you're hitting all the video game biomes. You're on the desert level now. You that, were on the storm level last right? week.
0: And good. Now you're in the, the dark little, Miyazaki's little poison welcome. biomes are coming next.
1: That's what, I'm in the poison biome right now. It's just everything smoky. Just my eyes hurt. Oh going, yeah, the, I woke up crying. the
0: the Canada smoke now.
1: It, I just woke up I woke up crying and it wasn't even because of the night terrors. <laughs> it was because of the air quality. It wasn't
0: Todd Howard this time <laughs> yeah. working Did you
1: get the Mexico filter outside? Uh <laughs> <laughs> we did it. It was I got the Silent Hill filter. Which was just oh, wow. easy. Um wait, what's going on? What's going on with you, Casey? What do you got?
2: Uh well, I, I was kind of hinting at this a little bit in a couple other places, but um, big life event for me and my family is that my son is actually going to be leaving the state at the end of this week.
0: Ooh, wow. So uh, I'm doing a
2: road trip to Ohio to That's essentially sick. like meet with his mother and like, uh, you know, get him over to her and like a bunch of his stuff or whatnot, And then she'll go the rest of the path back to Chicago because that's where he's going to be staying primarily Mm -hmm. for the next couple of years. Um, Like he'll be back for like vacations and whatnot Uh, He'll be spending the next summer uh, with us in full. Um, So like, we'll see him then. He'll probably be on stream and whatnot uh, during that time period. Uh, But it's a big change. Uh, That's a
1: big life change.
2: Yeah. Like he's excited about it. Like he he likes the idea of like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to a big city and like, you know, fun Mm -hmm. stuff um but as an as a parent i'm a little like is this is he gonna be all right like yeah it's a big new situation for him and whatnot um so uh it's a big change like i I was running like the stream started a little late because we were coming from his his last taekwondo class oh okay Uh, and and it just so happened uh that today was a promotion day so he he yeah. just made a senior red belt so he's like oh, two belts yeah. away from black belt i'm gonna see if i can get him hooked up with uh a taekwondo school out there and have his teacher call to like you mm-hmm. know transfer his uh his credits over i don't, I don't think that's how it works but essentially yeah, I was like, like wait what these transfer-? did he take
1: like taekwondo ap classes <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> that's essentially what i'm trying to do is just get yeah. uh, get his ranks recognized at the new school so he sure can sure go from there so I, i'm not sure how difficult that'll be but same style yeah. i'm hoping that there'll be some some leeway uh but um Yeah, I mean, that's 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 going to be my weekend. So I won't be here for game night uh, because I'm driving uh, and maybe uh, I'll be around for like my personal podcast on Sunday. But um, I wouldn't I wouldn't
0: count on it. Sure. No one should should be readjusting schedules. Yeah, that's a huge Illinois. That's where the bear is, bro.
1: He's in good. Yeah, maybe he can get a job at the bear or the beef, (laughs) the Burf. (laughs) or the Burf uh yeah that's a that's a that's a major that's a major life change uh you know what i i knowing you i'm sure you did an excellent job of of parenting like you you you've created you've created a human that is going to be able to to roll with the punches and withstand anything so i've i've no doubt everything. Uh, that, that, that is the hope but uh, yeah. i mean of course i'm always like around yeah uh, sure. also you, have, you, you have can literally it. roll with the punches because of taekwondo does that yeah, have rolling yeah. <laughs> A hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's one of those martial arts with bunch of rolling, right?
0: Yeah. See, I'm like, it's like this is the kicking one. That's the punching one. There's definitely one that's just rolling.
2: Yeah. I like mean, I, there's probably not one that's just rolling.
0: Like, like the whole point is to grab you by a limb and gator roll. I like start twirling. You. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Maybe, maybe judo is a
1: little, a little there rolly. <laughs> just a little rolly. Um, there you go. You guys, uh, you guys can bond over uh, Watch Dogs 1 together. I try to think of another game that took place in Chicago. Chicago. Watch Dogs One. You get an easy code from work. So there you go. Watch Dogs One. That, yeah. Um And before we uh before we get started on our topics, uh so many so many people on early access. I'm gonna start from where I left off in uh which is not it's don't worry, we're not we're not reading this whole list because that was mostly uh, post CP. But uh Oliver Thomas, ah, thank you so much for gifting a membership. Patrick Byrne, uh, welcome to tip jar. Thomas Atwood, credit. Uh Inko, thank you so, so much for being in early access. Daniel in early access, AC Delta one thirty. You sound like an airplane instead yeah, of a person, a- but that's very
0: cool, anyways. War crime is Nick's guy. got one too. Did you see that?
1: <laughs> yeah, Nick joined it and then he gifted and then I said I would never join it, and then he gifted out five memberships and randomly one went to me and i was like how did this happen <laughs> which i didn't like i didn't like that uh md1 mba which sounds like a synthetic party drug welcome to early access uh two o's with a space between them the, those are like spooky owl eyes in the dark uh welcome to early access for you as well robert boston back to a real name welcome to early access lava toaster uh shout out to the brave little toaster welcome to early access uh well welcome time, everyone all right. Oh, well, on. we we just call it. Nah, this is a good show, right? We don't need to keep going. <laughs> this is like a, a tight 12. Uh, well, I want to talk about uh, a game that got revealed today, and it's called Project Loki. Um, I'm going I'm to pop the link uh, in the chat. Okay. And this is one of those games we talk about. Um, we talk about a lot of games now where. Uh, these teams that uh, uh, had were leads uh, created from leads at at uh, huge AAA developers. So you see a lot of uh, sort of talent migration away from studios like Bungie and Riot, and Naughty Dog, and and three four three and Sony Santa Monica and Respawn, and then they go off and they make a new studio. And then we're curious to see like, oh, which one of these games is gonna sort of blow up after that. We've been talking about that with the finals, which is a lot of, that's Embark, which is a lot of ex-dice devs who worked on mm. uh, the Battlefield series back in its heyday. Um, and so this one is from uh, a studio called Theorycraft, which is former Riot, 343, Bungie, and Blizzard leads, uh, which kind of makes sense because it feels like the game they're there to create, Project Loki, is like a just glomming together those elements. And they said, quote, their goal is to make the world's next 10,000-hour game Which I'm sort of like, all right, like I I get like that these are literally people who've come from League of Legends and Destiny and Overwatch, like games that are those forever games for people. Mm -hmm. Um, But that always seems like a really like bold proclamation to like kick in the door without really any um, uh, like. Bona fide. I guess your bonafides are like I worked on all these fucking games, but you as a team don't have the bonafides and say that we want to make like the next the next big thing. And and their game, they're sort of saying it looks like League from a quick glance. Yeah, but they're I saying
2: looking at it now, it does look a lot like whatever.
1: Looks a lot like League, like. even like the art looks like League. Like if you told me these were characters from that are going to be an arcade, I'd be like, yeah, yeah sure, kind of all shoot um, Blizzard esque. Uh, yeah, but then they, they it has equal parts Apex and Smash. And I'm like, the fuck does that
2: mean?
0: This just looks like Battle right?
2: Um Yeah, <laughs> so the map that does look like like Fortnite's map from oh, Bat- okay. like, Battle Royale in the top corner.
0: Where did they say the ten thousand hour thing? Because that's a suspicious number. Uh, One thousand hours, okay, that's kind of like for like diehard players, and and even then, ten thousand hours is almost the buzzword for esports. Because those are the kinds of players that will put in that specific amount of time where yeah, they say you I don't really know they the said game until in the 10K. video. Oh my uh, god. Uh the
1: video they released was sort of like a dev doc dev diary kind of thing, and they said they were they want the world's next ten thousand hour game. Yeah, which, like you said, is less a that's not even a like Casey's relationship with Smash, where like Casey really likes Smash and plays Smash a bunch, but that's not even a ten thousand hour game. I like played, a yeah. ten thousand hour game is when that becomes a full time job. Right? Yeah,
2: like this this is what I do day in day out is this game.
0: Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I've played Smite for ten years. I don't have ten thousand hours. The pros do. I I have around six k maybe getting into 7k 10,000 hours is a we're gunning for an esports scene without saying it i don't know that's the thing that scares me because every time there's a scene that develops like right with the game it's way too soon like that's the yeah. one thing that i definitely say smashes grassroots efforts uh i absolutely adore that they are in spite of nintendo not liking them still <laughs> just doing it organically instead of just like let's funnel money into the overwatch league
1: yeah what do you think about uh Doctor Disrespects game. What's that game called? Drop shot.
0: NFT garbage.
2: <laughs> I've, I've seen literally like one video thing from that game, and it was like very concepty. And all he did was like hype it.
0: And so like I I I can't take that man serious. <laughs> Are we supposed to though? No, you kind of can simply because he did develop COD maps. That's where he initially got his start. He has he has a little bit of, of knowledge as far as shooter maps go. Sure. But it's uh, he, ri- he rides he writes more on controversy and high octane energy than actual like something sincere. Like he's got a, a map in Rogue Company and all this other nonsense. Yeah, I, I, that, I remember that. Yeah, that's not a like... that's not a game to be taken serious. Oh
1: yeah, I forgot that he had like the map with like the merch booth and stuff in Rogue Company. <laughs> Remember Rogue Company? Anybody remember Rogue Company? Yeah, whatever happened whatever happened to that gem.
0: I mean, they uh, just like a- kind of shut it down. It's in may- forever maintenance now. as Hi-Rez is uh squishing all their studios back down.
1: It feels like the thing we played used to be fun and that just was hard to like
0: play Yeah, we just couldn't play it anymore. We yeah, like
1: was- <laughs> just let us play it. I wanted to play it. it. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know uh, like we we talked about this i guess a couple weeks ago i think when we were talking about overwatch right when like uh, overwatch announced that the the single player thing kind of wasn't gonna exist in the way we thought and we talked about like what it takes for a game to become the game like is it feels like chasing trends is uh, fools' errand, right? Because by the time you catch up with that trend, that's not the trend anymore. You you mm-hmm. you pick up the rabbit, and it's the wrong
2: rabbit. Um, mm-hmm. And so, Especially after uh, a five to six year development cycle, which is the norm for yeah, for which we're
1: getting more and more now. I mean, that's even some of the interesting things coming out of. Uh, <laughs> the the microsoft case have been like the numbers coming out about like budgets for games and hearing the last was part 2 was a 220 million dollar budget which some people were like oh my god at it, it didn't seem that crazy for me cuz like the fucking flash was like a 400 million dollar budget and at least the last was 2 was good so <laughs> i don't know um but uh yeah as 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 budgets balloon as development times balloon as Friends sort of become quicker and quicker. I don't know. Like, I don't even know if, like, is it even possible? Like, Frost, you are like tuned into this. Is it possible to kind of predict what the next big thing is going to be? Or even like from our point of view, when the things are already in development, as a, like, let alone from the ground up, build whatever the next big thing's going to be?
0: See, if there's one that's, if there was one that pops up out of nowhere and does it, you still have a small window to copy it, I think. So, like, Dota exists, Basota's League of Legends. Yeah, people care about the first one sure but it's also about the better one like if we had stopped at h1z one or PUBG, but no we still end up with fortnite like you can that's almost to the thing i'm saying we're oversaturated with the mediocre trend chasers i think there's still room for somebody if they have the confidence to be like no i'm gonna bring something new to this and i'm gonna make it you know tasteful or or even better than what already exists that's possible but i I think there's, there's too many people that are gun shy so you end up with this like hey i'm gonna do what Everyone else does, or I'm gonna combine and merge the parts of everybody else's favorite games.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and there was even like some of that I was getting vibes of the uh Casey there was a story earlier this week about the maybe it was last week, about the perfect dark game. Uh I don't did you read that like IGN report? Uh no. Oh, stuff's not good. <laughs> no, <laughs> stuff was not good and now it's good, but the game is still like three three years away. Um uh, yeah, but it was pretty out. It was pretty much that that idea of the the studio, the initiative that was built for the Perfect Dark that they said is the first quadruple A studio. It was made by all these super talented leaders from all of these other studios. But when they get together, when I hear like former leads of League of Legends, Halo, Destiny and Overwatch, and I'm like, those are going to be like really different creative philosophies and backgrounds there. And I feel like when you I have to work on one product, like are those pieces going to fit? Like is the... The Overwatch piece that you're bringing to the table going to fit with the Halo piece or the League of Legends piece or the Naughty Dog piece like those. Um, I mean, obviously it can work because
2: that's how a multidisciplined art form works. Well, it could, well but... there, there's, there's also like something of note is that theorycraft, like they weren't essentially... Uh, headhunted by like some larger organization right like, sure these, these folks kind of organically came together and decided they wanted to do something whereas the initiative was very much an initiative by microsoft to sort of build like a super group yeah and like and it just so happened that those particular people did not mesh with the guy who was supposedly in charge because he had like this sort of top-down philosophy and they were like hey i used to do xyz i'm not going to listen to this guy about yeah how to make a video game so like that just completely fell apart it seemed like um so i that and that just seemed like bad luck like because on paper that should work and and in the past it has i feel like like we, we've we had situations where folks have spun off from other very yeah, yeah. talented studios come together and made something decent so i don't know there's a curse on microsoft's house, <laughs> there's a curse on microsoft's house.
1: <laughs> uh yeah it's funny the studio uh the this the, the... A perfect dark story without going down too much of a tangent was pretty much that, like, um, the initiative started co developing it years ago with certain affinity, and there was just no sort of communication, no one was on the same page. There's people who are like, I worked for nine months and did nothing and kept getting paid, and I'm like, You shut your fucking mouth and you keep you keep doing that, keep <laughs> that doing <sounds> nothing. De- <laughs> that sounds you. delightful. And then when someone asks about the gap in your resume, you're like, NDA, I don't know, <laughs> can't talk about it. Um, but uh, they said pretty much now it is. Ostensibly a Crystal Dynamics game, and it's in good shape. Hmm. So, if you liked that's Marvel's good Avengers, shape
2: for a Crystal Dynamics.
1: If game, you look, by, <laughs> if you like,
0: well, the Tomb Raider games are good for the time. The Tomb
2: Raider games are
1: fine. The modern Tomb Raider games, what are yeah, we, they're what's fine. Going on?
0: They're okay. I so for Tomb the, time. Right. Yeah. Like the Tomb
1: Raider's
2: great. People like the second one, right? That's the yeah, one that was Rise of the
1: Tomb Raider. That yeah, because the first, yeah. the
2: first one I played, the first one's like it's fine, and then the third one I feel like people didn't like
1: had a very cool day of the dead level.
2: Yeah, that's.
1: I, so mean, we praise, like, I guess we're going to get do, go. If, if we had, to, it was like near the beginning of the game and you had to get through like a very crowded day of the dead parade when there was <laughs> malfeasance afoot.
0: That was a very cool level. That's uh, all I remember for that game. You love me. The other los muertos. Level.
2: Exactly. Have one in perfect dark. Joanna dark is trying to uh, sneak her way through a make, make her uh, a Latino uh, British lady. That'd be great, Latina, Britishly. I'm sorry, I don't speak the language. <laughs> you don't speak British English. It's fine. Yeah, British Uh Spanish. <laughs>
1: uh, yes, yeah, so well, this this game sort of joins the the big pile of like we again. We've talked about um, the uh, what was the embark game? I was just talking the finals, oh, the, finals uh, the game. game. Yeah, the game Nick has been raving about, which um, sort of channels that revolution destructibility um i hate that word but yeah you use it though no? <laughs> i hate that word but it tastes good on my tongue uh the sort of destruction of classic battlefield and um yeah we see that it feels like almost every award show game awards or, or summer showcase there's some game where we're like who's that studio and then we're like oh this is former x y and z leads from you know these game of the year nominees so, mm-hmm. um yeah always uh always interesting to to keep an eye on that um we move ahead. Will Cooling, thank you so much for a five pound dono. Uh, Going back to your story at the top of the show, uh, live away from my son, including a period when he was living on the other side of the Atlantic. It's not easy. Good luck making it work for you, Casey. Take care.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for that. Yeah, appreciate
1: that, uh, Will. I feel like it's probably a little bit easier now, given uh, the... almost like the same thing about remote work, of like the technology now kind of makes it easier, as opposed to if that was like in the 90s, when we were kids or
0: something, it'd be like, I guess we can call on a landline every once write, in a while write letters yeah pay phones and just like, yeah. would you like to accept from hi hey, mom i'm doing okay hang up don't answer <laughs> <laughs> are they gonna charge me i'm in jail you gotta
1: bring some money sorry i'll tell you what you get here um and then yeah, Alex- in my
0: youth we
2: had commercials for collect calls yeah exactly
1: I just, I, I, that's how old i am that is, uh, that, is a, that is a pure difference. Uh, and then Alexander Pabon. Uh, welcome to Early Access. Thank you so much. I pronounced that right, right? Is that where the O go? The O's got a little line? Pabon? Oh, well. P-A-B-O with a little line N? I don't know why I, want, I went straight to
0: Frost, but you see, like... Alexander Pabon? Know, uh, could, Pabon. Could, could be French. Could be anything. Pabon. For his fancy O.
1: That's a very good O. I wish I had more uh, vowels in my name that had things going on. I have an eye, but that just has
0: a dot yeah. above it. Like squiggles, yeah. just change it to a little heart. Yeah,
1: whatever my own. Letters,
0: name. Yeah,
1: no, yeah. <laughs> we've <laughs> know, name we've had, had twenty-six for so long. How like that'd be like if after the first Pokemon game they're like, no, 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 we're good. We don't need any more. What are you doing? <laughs> Add some more Monsties. Could <laughs> some more letters in here? There's all sorts of thoughts we haven't been able to to share with people because we don't have enough letters. Um that being said there's only uh there's there's only five letters i care about and that is g r i m a c e uh and that is the grimace and before <laughs> we move on to the main topic guys i have grimace fever um we <laughs> talked about this as a joke a little while ago oh, five letters but- uh, G R I M A. Oh yeah, I was way off. I
0: was too late. <laughs> like what did you spell? I was like, is he going for the vowels? No, he's spelling something. He's, I can't stop him now. <laughs> um Amazing. So this Grimace thing—it was right.
1: McDonald's brought back the Grimace, one of their '80s mascots, um, and oh. they, it came with a purple shake. And then their whole thing was like, Grimace is gay. And they tried to say, like, huh? Grimace is, like, a gay ally during Pride Month, whatever, like, a, a week ago. I missed
0: that part. Yeah, I, I didn't know anything part. about and that. And
1: people were like, this is, like, fucking corporate, like, this is, like, pandering, and then McDonald's, you know, it's putting up the the yeah. the Pride flag on your Twitter post, and then as soon as July 1st hits, be like, nope, uh-huh. we don't care anymore. Um, however uh proving that the kids are all right uh the kids have uh co-opted this whole grimace bullshit uh into a tiktok trend which is far and away become my favorite tiktok trend um and I'm going to share the, I'll share the the thing here. Frost, you said you could play yeah, it, yeah, right? Yeah, I got
0: it right here. You can play it uh, right Frost, now. you
1: want to play this for the audience? Absolutely. Uh, everyone needs sound as well. Yeah. Are there rules to like playing other people's TikToks on live stream? Uh, shout out to Edward. I don't even know if this is your tw- uh, TikTok, but you're great.
0: <laughs> this is your TikTok, Edward. Right, Everything yeah, on TikTok it. is stolen. Okay, you got a minute.
2: What's up, guys? We're here to celebrate Grimace's birthday. we got, got some this shakes. Place. This one's for you, Grimace. Happy, Happy birthday, Grimace. Grimace.
0: Alone, at the edge of a universe, humming a tune For merely dreaming we were snow Mm. A siren sounds like the goddess who promises endless apologies of paradise And only she can make it right. So things are different
1: tonight.
0: (laughs) We'll go together in flight. Absolutely. The thing I find most amusing, have you guys had one of these? No. I've no, not. is it These grape? TikToks are not off. You, if you have one and you watch these and you're like, you know, yeah, it tasted pretty much like that. It has this weird sensation where you go, it tastes like somebody took birthday cake, made a milkshake out of it, put that on a birthday cake, you took a bite out of it. And then it has this weird thing that comes out almost like the back of your neck in your cranium that goes grape, grape. There was grape. It tastes like grape, but you're like, I didn't taste any grape. It is weird. It is a pang of flavor that comes out of your brain. Like they they didn't bother with flavoring. They just said screw it, put these things in there, and once it hits the brain centers, wow. it'll just scream grape in their head. And you're like, I could. I, I was just giving it to my girlfriend, where I'm like, here, do, would you like to finish this? I can't, but a few sips. <laughs> she had some, and she just says, I feel weird. I, I feel bizarre. And then I watched these. I was like, this is not inaccurate. This is exactly the kids, what it the, feels like. The
1: kids have channeled it. They've channeled the this idea right. of this bullshit, artificial purple flavoring for Grimace's coming out birthday that McDonald's tried to fucking monetize. And the kids took it and made it their own. And granted, this is probably the best advertisement for McDonald's they could yeah. imagine. Yeah, for I'm sure. imagining these shakes are selling way more because of these kids than yeah, exactly. probably fifty like million
0: dollar ad campaign. I'm tempted to try one now. Do and it. I wasn't before. I mean yeah. I mean who am I to say? I, I like marketing foods. That's just my thing for some reason. Uh this this does make you feel for a smidgen like you're in a PG thirteen psychological horror thriller. Where you're just mm-hmm. like I feel weird. Yeah. Like you're just gonna be, I don't know, your your loved one's gonna find you in the kitchen and you're just writing on the fridge over and over (laughs) lord knows what kind of fluid but yeah and as the grimace shake is dribbling out of you it feels weird
1: it's crazy to me that a week after the grimace shake drops kids have bottled up the energy of a new bioshock game faster than 2k has been able to do over the past decade like what are we doing you can't you can't give me a spooky trailer with like Creaky old music coming out of a phonograph, but these kids can do it in like seven days in their liminal space suburb.
0: Like they're doing great. AI can't drink Grimace shakes. They can't keep up.
1: For some reason, to me, that is the exact same as jet fuel can't melt steel. Beams. AI <laughs> can't drink. Like those two sentences are very different, but they're just the same to me. Honestly.
0: I'm proud of them. I'm 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 happy yeah. to see them off of the Wes Anderson like, "Oh, I can do this too." And now they're actually like being creative on their own. Like, what a good time. That sounds very patronizing, but no. No, uh, and it's also they humanity. are
1: like it's going to be one of those things where like
0: the the fucking
1: norm the boring old normies are still going to be making wes anderson jokes and they're going to be like oh we i got a submarine joke for you guys and these kids are already going to be 10 fucking steps onto the next thing like they don't care they are onto the next one they're not they're not wallowing the same in the same fucking dirty ass used memes that everyone else is they're um, on the forefront of this war
0: I um i just don't get it yeah the, the youth somehow well it's funny thing is there was a spike in post modernism after the spanish flu I wonder if this is in retaliation to the pandemic. This COVID? This is- yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense, actually. like, Yeah, we're just kind of back in the
2: 20s. Yeah. That, I mean, that actually we, tracks. This, you look at these, like anyone
1: who was, you know, five to Casey, your son's age, to mm. these like teenagers age, anyone who's spent you know the the two and a half three years of their life in the weirdest moment of the since world war ii like yeah growing up like that you're gonna be kind of weird coming out of it and so like them (laughs) channeling that weirdness into this art is is beautiful
0: oh god i keep i keep like almost every year i keep seeing uh once in a lifetime dilemmas occurring i've had enough i've had enough of these 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 There's these weathers, many. these economies, the play once in a lifetime pandemic. That's what y'all said yeah. about Heine. You know, like this keeps happening. Heine? I mean, like yeah,
1: butt? The
0: the, H, the the swine flu. Was it was H1N1. Oh, H1N1. Heine, I thought you yeah. meant Heine, like like the term for butt. Yeah, when they invented butts. Yeah. Once in a lifetime word. We're, like, we're only going to need one. Yeah. And then a second cheek appeared.
2: <laughs> <They're> like, shit. <laughs> heinies. <laughs> uh mason daniel
1: with a 499 dono thank you so much mason daniel uh honestly go going to something that frost will be able to speak about a little bit more battle bit is the best battlefield available currently love you guys and kc he'll be fine he knows you're always there for him thank you so much mason daniel um battle bit uh frost you're you're planning on playing battle bit this weekend during one of our streams i don't know which one yet either newly released or game night will be battle bit, but you've been playing a little bit of it. What's what's battle bit and what, what should people, what bad why should bit. people be, be paying attention to this? All
0: right. It's, just, it's essentially just going back to the old boots on the ground. Let's get a bunch of people in a server on a crazy map and let's uh, old bad company style. This is closer to battlefield than anything else you're going to expect and it's got like 300 man servers, five somebody. It's a lot of people, it's a lot of clutter. It looks a little funky, it looks like Roblox, like to be fair that that low poly style kind of kind of play. I would say at the core, it's there, it's nice. It's got some funny things uh like first time you try to snipe, but it's a little dark. You can't see anything unless you have night vision goggles. And then you try to snipe and you realize you can't with the goggles in your face. So you just can't do anything about that. I'm more interested just to see how this develops because I feel like the big boys have had their properties for so long. I'm not saying completely rip off Battlefield, but there's nothing saying that they've copyrighted, you know, big, big battle shooters. A battlefront style of shooting or even Call of Duty's. I'm seeing Roblox is making their own cards, essentially. Uh, yeah, I would like to see more of that. Rip Nintendo, rip everyone. Do they own Pikmin? I don't think so. Does Nintendo own Pikmin? They, I think they yeah. do own like Pikmin. The, like the like they don't own the idea of uh, it. The like no, yeah, yeah, they don't. No, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> they definitely own Pikmin. I mean. yeah, <laughs> they own
1: those little guys. Yeah. Um. Uh. It's funny you brought up the Roblox thing because I was reading earlier today that like Roblox is officially opening up like like mature games. Like you could tag your games as like seventeen plus. Um which is just like, is this just going to be a bunch of like blocky pornos or yeah. like, <laughs> I mean, that's
2: already in there. I so that. I, uh, that's yeah. I guess, just legalizing the weed.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At this point being, well, we might as well make some money off this. Um That being said, I was watching uh some clips were going viral for some reason of, I think it was a Roblox game where it looked like Fortnite, but it was also like Bennett Foddy's getting up. So it was like Fortnite, but there was this like, rickety-ass tower going oh, all the way yeah. into space um, and you had to like slowly climb up it and if you just miss a step at
2: one point you oh. fall all
0: the way back down to the Wait, ground was,
2: was that roblox because yeah no, i've it's, seen clips of that it's too a
0: full, it's a full-blown game I'll yeah i think that's silly. Really? i thought that was thing. roblox oh it does look like, like
2: there are several games that are literally that in roblox so i'm assuming someone took that out it was like i'm just gonna build yeah. a thing dedicated to this subgenre that exists in roblox
0: it's, yeah uh, only uh, up.
2: conceptualization says what exact? oh what was the game saying
0: only up only up okay there you go um yeah, that- uh, only up game i got gotcha. you the, uh, the new bennett foddy rage him up the, the, oh yeah the, this and, is and yeah name? this
1: is the game i was thinking of uh mixed reviews some people are not happy with it uh mm-hmm. conceptualization says what exactly is roblox um it's a it's a game making platform, right? Is the tools to make games, and then it is ultimately it just houses millions of user generated contents
2: yep. that you're able to jump into. Yeah, and a lot of those users are criminals, so there's that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's it's Gary's mod with more felons. Yeah, basically, what's happening? What a time to be alive. Yeah, it's it's shady, and it is crazy how many kids are into
1: it. Uh, conceptualization says why are kids into it there's bait
2: like, there's bait like there's a mean? ton of YouTube content that is Roblox like people and like it's full of colors it's full of like sounds and like like influencers who yell at you and that like, it's like I don't know I, I don't fully understand it but like there's, there's a formula to attract like young attention spans and Roblox is dialed into it and so more young people go to it, and it's just the it thing to do now. So like, mm-hmm. the that boulder has rolled and, or snowball I should say, has rolled and captured all of the momentum around it. So like, there's no way to stop it at this point. It's 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 what Fortnite is now, and that yeah it exists. It just is. So Fortnite is not a game in and of itself. It's just the place to go. Yeah. They
0: care. It's like a bar. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> very different things. I mean, those are very different things, but they are pretty similar things, actually.
0: Daycare with an eighteen plus section or
2: twenty one. Yeah, I, I I worry for any like young kids who spend a lot of time in Roblox because like I had to I had to remove my son from that universe because like he used to play it a lot too. And like I like I work in games. He has access to tons, tons, yeah, and tons yeah. of better stuff. And he would only want to play Roblox, and he would want to do stuff that I would watch him play his game and be like, "Yo, you're you're literally doing nothing. What? You're spending hours doing nothing. <laughs> There's nothing here. You might as well be watching paint dry." Yo, so, um, I, had, I had to put a stop to it. That's incredible.
0: Uh, I think uh, I think it's nice for them when they're younger because then eventually they'll they'll catch on to other things. as a child, you're just latching on to essence, not really much of anything else. It's just pure essence at that point I can look back and go man I kind of wish I hadn't wasted all that time just doing random who knows what I was digging holes in Minecraft it really wasn't better than watching paint dry at least the walls were getting painted but then you know I was having a good time and I grew out of it I don't I don't think if someone had forced better stuff on me quote unquote I would have been different or maybe that's why I'm yeah weird.
2: <laughs> I mean, there's, there's no way to know so yeah there's really no way to know. I couldn't, I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. It is like, funny like, like, that, like, I'm, I'm sorry, just like, imagine, imagine if your if, if you're child or your pet, if you're a pet owner, just for several hours a day, sat and looked at the wall.
1: I'd think they were haunted. is <laughs> haunted. But you were, you were yeah, sensible from That's what from it, from it felt womb, like watching him play
2: it. Roblox. That's what it felt like.
1: Yeah, you, you were sensible from the womb. You Has anyone te- ever told you? We think you were sensible from the
0: womb. We're telling you, sen- that's oh, kid stuff. You've yeah. been
1: sensible since you were a toddler, we think. Oh, yeah, something's wrong with me in that regard, yeah. Yeah, everyone's got something wrong with them. <laughs> everyone's a big weirdo. Uh, some people in chat uh, were bringing up uh, Dreams, the Media Molecule project. Mm-hmm. Dreams is being shut down. So they're, they're ceasing development on Dreams. Uh, and Dreams tried to be Roblox, but like trying to do it with class and dignity and like what? and and creativity like you know dreams a media molecule game and like so they were like we're going to keep people safe and this is going to be a bastion of creativity and and this is going to spark the next generation of creators and it never clicked on because you need a little bit of sleaze to be to become the next big thing See, and roblox has
2: sleaze and I, I, I don't know if i agree with that no i think what uh-huh. is massively popular doesn't have a little bit of sleaze but one is also free and available on all platforms. That is very true.
0: Did they try trying to make them pay for Dreams. Well, Dreams yes, costs money.
2: Dream, yeah, Dreams yeah, Dreams is a, a Sony exclusive game. So it's uh, only available on the PlayStation and yeah. you have to pay to get into it. Yeah, so that, like that, that, was, that barrier yeah. definitely just locks out everybody, especially yeah, when a that's free a alternative point. exists. I, I never yeah.
0: understood that either. Like the Paragon clones, the first thing is like, I'm gonna make people pay 25 bucks for what was a free to play game. It's was like, wait, well, all right. To shoot yourself on the way out. Regardless, yeah. I'm with Marty. Uh, it sounds like it was trying to be IHOP when everybody knows Waffle House is, is where to go. And it's a little bit of, you need a little dirt on something, a little sleaze. I like that.
1: IHOP's trying to be too Scandinavian here. You got to get your get your slanted roofs out of here. We're not, <laughs> we're not trusting this International House of Pancakes. <laughs> like, I like how when I was talking about something classy, you were like, oh, you mean like an IHOP. Yeah, I, I got you.
0: No, no, how they were trying to elevate it. Like, trying to take it out of there. Like, here, let's make it cleaner. It's like, no, I like the grit. (laughs) Yeah. I like Um, seeing the cooks swinging elbows behind the counter. (laughs) Oh, my God. I have a bunch
1: of things to talk about the bear, because I watched the flashback episode last night, and it fucking wrecked me. Merry Christmas, (laughs) morning. I have not been, like... It, that was just a, a, like an hour long panic attack that was since uncut gems i've not watched a single thing that has been like the distillation of of a fucking life imploding in front of me and it was so good there ah. colon very good nice how many episodes are out whole um, thing they dropped the whole thing oh right yeah I just tweeted it out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we worked like, get you, we worked here yeah, yeah bear. it just really did um yeah it's it's very good. high of the record I believe that was episode six also try to go in without knowing anything that happens this season because what? that episode is just like whoop 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 There's <laughs> a lot of whoop whoops get to episode six before you get spoiled um sorry we'll talk more about the bear later uh do you guys want want to do the main topic yeah that that was a rhetorical question because we're just gonna do the main topic now. yeah i don't
0: I don't feel it right now
1: we're going to do the main topic, then we're going to talk about what we've been playing, and then we're going to leave. That's that's the order. If you guys want to spoil us for the rest of the show, we're going to talk about some indie games for a while, then we're going to talk about some bullshit we've been playing and some watching, and then everyone's going to leave. And then you're going to come back for Dante's
2: Inferno because they still have to fight, Yeah, I don't know, Sloth? Or I don't know who's left. I feel like we haven't actually fought a ton of those deadly sins, and there's not that much game left. Hmm. Maybe they were saving them for the sequels. Yeah. <laughs> did yeah, not maybe. happen. spoilers, they did not happen. Uh,
1: Jewel Rao, before we move on to the summer of arcade with a two year oh, also before Jewel Rao, uh, Yen Wodaya, I think you welcome early access, Yen Wodaya. and uh, Jewel Rao, thank you so much for the two euros. Uh, Sony making me pay for dreams, a dystopian nightmare. Yeah, that whole thing was a mess from the get go. They allowed them to work on it for like a decade. It, um, clearly felt like it was meant to be made for VR but didn't launch with VR capabilities. Um, they added it eventually? I think they added it eventually, but by then it was too late. And it also launched right at the start of the pandemic and no one had dreams then. That was all about nightmares. 2020 oh, was all
0: about nightmares. Wait. So were they going after Roblox or were they going after VR chat?
1: Well, no, it felt like the, it was definitely creation tools, but right. the sort of like it was, it was, there was a lot of it was about like 3D sculpting And it was just like the idea of like create the model of this world or character was like Um, you also have this VR thing with these like even when they showed off the game it was very much like sculpting in a 3D space felt like a thing that was tailor made for VR but it just making it $60 not having a VR VR not having their VR really taking off and still not taking off like some people got mad at us when we said that when it launched a few months ago but like who the fuck has talked about PSVR 2 in the past six months since it launched like. Nick, <laughs> <laughs> like occasionally, is um, yeah, yeah. But I don't even think Nick got a PSVR too. Oh. Like again, that's that thing where it has it has that Horizon game, and I think like an Until Dawn adjacent game, and I think that's it in terms of mm. like exclusives. Everything else is on the bigger. I mean, did they did talk about
2: stuff coming
1: to it in the last uh, showcase that they did. They did, yeah. That's right. Okay, so they did have Sony's like. Still- yeah, there was like some gangsters. Everything looked like it was just like you have guns in your hands, shoot the men, which I guess is like most games, right? Is like yeah, that's, that's fair.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. Sixty dollars for that move. Like, oh.
1: When they asked uh, the head of Sony during these uh, the the FTC stuff, they asked him why um, why Call of Duty never worked on Nintendo. He said it's because Call of Duty is mainly about. Uh, shooting guns and being macho and those aren't things that Nintendo <laughs> users like.
2: Yeah, like anyway, you got me there. Like, fuck Like that Jim was Ryan, that was me down there. It's very <laughs> funny the way he put that, but he's not wrong.
1: Not wrong. Wait, I mean, that game, uh, would, Zombie, Call he would still sell like five million copies on on Switch if they put it on there. Mm. It wouldn't be able to run on there, but it no. would sell a lot.
2: It is a yes. precedent for this. Like it always does the worst on there because it's the worst version of that game. And yeah. most people, the, the majority of people on that platform don't care about it. It's the truth.
1: <laughs> My other favorite uh, detail from, from the thing was uh, Sony is expecting the Switch uh, successor to uh, have similar power of the PS4. And I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> that, was, that was a 2013 console.
0: <laughs> I hope What's it has know? the same shape. But it's still a handheld just holding the shoe box it's
1: so heavy why is this so hot
0: and then yeah then the switch players are gonna be very macho and be looking for their call of duties when they're ripped
1: we got the macho part down now we're oh. just ready for the guns
2: Man, this is completely uh, off topic, but like speculating on what a Switch successor could look like, if it is another handheld device that has like detachable or dockable uh, capabilities, it's its a literal screen. It's just a screen. Like, is that going to look any different? Like, they would have to change, I guess, the Joy-Cons, which are terrible, mind you. They are but terrible. Then, but then you'd have a, a Steam Deck.
1: My gut is it's going to be at the same but. The innards are going to be different, but Nintendo never does that. Like Nintendo always go, like they've never yeah, made the shape. next thing just make sense. Like everything has always been different. And so, um, yeah, I mean, maybe like the maybe the dock
0: does more stuff. Maybe it's a circle. Maybe it can fold. Do <laughs> you guys ever see like fold? foldable phones that always yeah, yeah they're coming out now yeah yeah it's
2: foldable uh, no that's too that's too new Nintendo mm-hmm. remember they're working on like 20, oh, that's right, 2014 right, right. tech.
1: <laughs> Nintendo's like, ah, we've been inspired by the hit song Hotline Bling. Here's our new hardware in 2024. (laughs) Um, Going uh, to our main topic. Does a switch in a bubble coat. (laughs) (laughs) Um the switch uh the 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 we ever lit, since i left the city you oh god that joke in my head i was like i'm gonna fucking nail it like i'm gonna bring the plane into landing oh, and then i had kind of a sully sullenberg landing in the middle of the oh episode.
0: man it's like i had the perfect comeback for the bully but i stuttered it
1: <laughs> and then <laughs> and he bullied I lost, me more I lost sleep every night yeah, <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> would have been better if i said nothing uh on our main topic, uh, so in case you guys don't know, uh, the Xbox Live Summer of Arcade was a thing that uh, Xbox did um, starting in uh, 2008. And so for about a month or two, every summer, starting in 2008, it used to be like July and August, uh, they would... And it was the funny thing, it was called the Winter of Arcade in the Southern Hemisphere, which is very funny. So oh. Amy would know this as the Winter Arcade. They localized um, They localized it, exactly. Uh, they would... Um, you know, these were predominantly the slow months, and and then it was even slower than the summer months are now. Like, the big games from spring were done, the big games of the fall weren't out yet. And so they started uh, shining a spotlight on uh, indie games that uh, I believe at the time they were exclusive launches on Xbox. Mm-hmm. And these were, and again, 2008, this was <clears throat> sort of the beginning of downloadable games, of people being like, oh, we could download these little experiences to our 360 or our PS3. And uh, they um, spotlighted a lot of creators who've now become huge names in the games industry. Like this was where games like Braid launched and Limbo and Bastion and Dust and Elysian Tale and Brothers, a Tale of Two Sons, which was the first Joseph Fares game. The Ninja Uh, was on there. Yeah, Mark the Ninja. This is that. where yeah, that's um, even like big arc games finally made their way to Xbox Live Arcade like Marvel oh. versus Capcom 2, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That was the first time like Turtles in Time was on here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so every summer there was like five to six games that they'd space out. Uh, yeah, Castlevania Harmony of Despair. Exactly. Uh, Tyrael um every uh summer there'd be like five or six games they'd space out over the course of a couple weeks and they'd like these would be like events and this was before like this was the start of indie games like unless you were like really tapped in like in 2008 like i don't know no one was downloading games. like this was like the 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 start of this this was yeah, that like was, you know
2: that, that was the first console where you just where you had games on the hard drive of the system yeah, right exactly, like every exactly. before that you you had to go and buy a physical disc yeah. So there was weird Our stuff partridge. coming out from like PS2,
1: like Mr. Mosquito or whatever, but like I was on a that disc. Was, so like, yeah, you had to get a physical thing. Yeah. Like Katamari Damacy was a weird ass game, but they printed it on a disc. Like it had to be that much of a, of a commitment. Um, and so like, again, some of these games ended up going on to being like game of the year nominees, like Limbo and Braid and stuff and uh others just cult classics. But it felt like this was a time where, uh, uh, Xbox was was just fully embracing sort of the creativity of these small indie studios and giving them to the masses. And ninja I know completely blind to PCs and the whole indie scene before 2008. That was tiny; like that scene wasn't big. Like you're talking about, like people sharing games, like you know, sharing like uh, Cave Story and Meat Boy and stuff. But like this was brought to the forefront of when you started your Xbox. Like,
2: like this you, was. You guys, like I know there's like we have a very heavy PC crowd here. Yeah. But you guys need to remember that PC gaming was nearly dead at mm-hmm. this point in time. Like, big AAA publishers weren't even releasing games on PC anymore. Yeah. They, they thought it was a dead market.
0: Yeah.
1: Which is nuts. Which is like nuts <laughs> to think about now. That's why I, I think the thing is we just don't uh, never, never count anybody out. Anytime anyone counts someone out, they come back. PC gaming's out, comes back. Nintendo's out, they come back. Who's out now? Xbox, uh, Xbox is out. Oh my God, they Xbox kind of out. out. Yay! Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so, but my sort of thought behind this is, uh, you have these. You had Microsoft's had with this sort of five year span, um shining a spotlight on Indies, and then they haven't done it since 2013. Um, I'm looking at it now, and like, I feel like with the combination of what Xbox has with Game Pass. And with lulls that appear in the summer, like Final Fantasy 16 released, there's no really big tent pole AAA game kind of until like Armored Core at the end of August, Starfield at the beginning of September. There's some cool mm-hmm. stuff. There's Pikmin, Exo Prime stuff I'm going to pick up. Um, but this feels like the perfect time for Microsoft to be like, we're going to own the summer conversation by putting our weight behind these, these, these indie games that we're going to prop up as like experiences everyone needs to play and, and, um, using game pass as a leverage for that to be like, you know, yeah, there's no big AAA games in the summer, but like here's viewfinder and here's sea of stars. And like, let's make these the spotlights of the summer. Let's like elevate these in the same way that we elevate, you know, fucking Redfall or halo or, you know, anything like that.
2: Like, is, is there any insight as to why, like, why they ever had to stop doing some of Arcade? Because I, I don't think I ever got a clear answer as to, like, why it even went away in the first place. Yeah, it's
1: it's weird. It felt like there was a pendulum swing around this point, and the indie pendulum swung back to Sony for a while. And then if you look at a lot of these creators I'm talking about, uh, so Braid debuted on here. Uh, the Witness, Jonathan Blow's next game, debuted on a Sony E3 stage. Yeah. Uh, Bastion debuted here. Supergiant's next game, uh, Transistor, debuted on a Sony E3 stage. So it seems mm-hmm. like Sony pretty much stole their thunder. And was like, we're going <laughs> to we're going to do this with our indie games. And then Sony, when, you know, by this when time, was,
2: uh, when was Journey? Was that also in the same that was, time period
1: when that was 2012? That was OK. That was when Sony started. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And uh, so Sony sort of. And if you even look at these games, like kind of by the end of it, they're, they're trailing off a little bit. And Sony took that away. And then for a while, Sony was really the home for indies. Uh, and then the pendulum seemed to swing again. And Microsoft has some of it with Game Pass. Switch has some of it with, like, you see indie games launching on PC and Switch all the time. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, other consoles later on. Uh, And then, obviously, Steam is, uh, you know, that's... We, we we just spent last week playing a shit ton of uh, next fest from. demos, so that's where they come from. But um, <laughs> Frost, you you are uh, you are neck deep in the indie scene. Uh, uh, very often in the demo scene, seeing what's hot. Do you think a thing like this could could work going forward? Do you think it would have to change at all because of how gaming has changed over the past ten fifteen years?
0: All right. So, so my problem is. Once the indie scene in any sort of market, be it film, be it music, be it games, sort of takes off, you have no shortage of people trying to take up people who wouldn't necessarily be indie darlings, but are looking to get into the industry, right? And that that's my issue, is I feel like there's a lot of indie games finding indie publishers, which is a really weird phrase, indie publisher. Uh that are just like, okay, we'll give you this money so you can finish your game. But there's a few things we want to tweak. And those things that they want to tweak are so that you're like everyone else. So that you're like the AAA. And that's the sort of identity is that these guys are are being enabled. They're being allowed to finish their games. But with the stipulation that they have to change a few things. And those things are starting to make everything feel very homogenous. To the point where even if the summer of arcade comes back through. It's almost like, oh, here's, here's a... a baby game that kind of resembles our triple a games Yeah, uh it almost worked better with nintendo because nintendo doesn't have that macho gun crowd as they like to say (laughs) if it's cutesy and wholesome sure we'll take it um but i'm even seeing it with them being an issue as they even though they go for the cute cozy genre it's a lot of low stakes crafting low stakes Mm -hmm. farming there's a yeah we're we're starting to sort of buy into the trends um it's almost the difference between like a, a I saw an um, interview with Edmund McMillan a while ago, the guy who made The Binding of Isaac, where he said, they offered me a lot of money up front to finish my game, but I knew that they would then take my creative liberties. So he said, I never took any of their money and I made The Binding of Isaac the way I wanted to. And then he talks about some of the things that they want to change for the game. And seeing that even back then, they were trying to force a lot of like the, the trend stuff, right? So that, that's why I think indie games are sort of having having a weird time where if you're an auteur or if, you, if you've, absolutely have the confidence that your game's gonna uh go crazy you go for it you're fine but i feel like there's a few people not to say that they lack talent or anything but they they're they're a little more middling they're willing to take a faustian bargain and that bargain ends up being you're gonna be like everybody else (laughs) and that that, that's the thing that's uh kind of worrying me right now because i feel like we're pushing into that space as uh where was it yeah as sony are announcing indies during their um what was, mm-hmm. that, what was that thing? You know, Xbox. And Showcase, all of, yeah. yeah, they're where It's like, hey, look, it's it's indie games. And it's cool to see games like, you know, Teardown, which have their own identity. Uh, but then a few others, whereas the AAA is getting their extraction shooters. Now the indie scene is just survival crafting, rogueliking a lot. You know, it, it is having yeah, a, a, a watered down identity, I'd imagine, as it's it's feasible. Maybe it's not going to be popular, but you can make money (laughs) from just loaning out to indie games that need a little more cash just to get through. And these games aren't really spectacular, but they're, you know, they're, they're passable games. And that's, I mean, if that's what you want in the market, that's what it ends up being. That's why I say (laughs) make more, right? Um, Yeah. People say, oh, there's so many rogues right now. There's so many cozy games. How can I make games? Developers do talk to me about like, what do you think is the next trend? And I'm like, no, go double down because they're not oversaturating the cozy market. They're oversaturating the low stakes farming. Low st- like If you're not making a Stardew Valley, you're fine, right? Just, yeah. just keep on going. <laughs> just keep on trying to make new things. You don't even have yeah. to make like original things just different right now. is a good time to just be different. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah there's even this uh, a, a game that got really good reviews that just came out today, I think called Dave the Diver. Which like, I wanna I wanna jump into. And... I've been
0: trying to early access that for like I don't know how long, but Nick's like, no, let's try this other one. <laughs> but sushi Subnautica, Nick, man.
1: <laughs> it looks great. It's, it's like uh it's one of those like split in half games, and it's like by night you're a sushi chef yeah. at uh at like a beachside spot, and then by day you go split and it's all presented like 2D sort of pixel arty, but you go diving in the water and like it seems like there's like spooky shit down there, but you're also like you're catching fish and you're 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 going deeper, and you're finding all these mysteries and stuff. And there's there's characters and RPGs and stuff. So, okay, Nick says now you can go for it. It's, it's not really access, access anymore. anymore. Nick. <laughs> it's a newly released. That's <laughs> on Amy. That's not on Frost anymore. Should have bought it myself. Uh. <laughs> um. Uh. But yeah, that's like one of those things where I'm like, okay, that is that has some of the ideas that we think about when we think of cozy. But it's not just here's your farm and plant some stuff yeah. and like. And I don't I don't want to like it's just like you can't lean on a thing like cozy anymore and just be like well it's just like stardew valley i'm like well we're getting to the point where it's just like when we saw a bunch of shooters that just all looked like the same shade of brown or when we see a (laughs) bunch of like games that are like oh you're like a soul's like but you don't look as good that's Um, funny
0: you mentioned that yeah because i said the other day the the cozy genre is hitting the same way the souls like genre is going, where it's like let's make it super melancholy and oppressive and depressing and just mm-hmm. po- just completely killing players mercilessly over and over again. Whereas the cozy genre is now like let's make it so you have no problems and no worries. There's nothing yeah. here whatsoever. Yeah, it's just like the other gone the other way. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> is there? because that makes a lot of sense like and we've seen this throughout the entire industry and it's a thing that happens in businesses over and over again is where one thing is successful so like some idea is new and innovative and it's very successful and then a bunch of people say that's what we need to do and they copy yeah. it and then you get copycats and you want those it, right?
1: those stardew valley right. bucks yeah
2: right but is it the case uh, this is just a theory but is it the case that over the time like since the xbox live arcade days up until now uh xbox live Arcade somewhat being um responsible for sort of normalizing indies and then like xbox being very uh, helpful and then sony being very helpful in mm-hmm. kind of presenting tools to make it so that pretty much anybody who really wants to can become an indie developer yeah have we now saturated the market with developers who don't necessarily have their own ideas because they, they, these aren't these these are people who just have easy access. It's almost the same thing with like content creation on the internet, right? Yeah. There's people who are like, well, I have a phone, which means I have a camera and I have a way to upload it because I have internet. Therefore, I'm gonna copy what the last five people copied on this thing and then I'll be an internet star as opposed to having like a unique thought.
1: What if the grimace
2: that's- cursed my friends? And
0: I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's why uh, that cold tech I did a while ago of good's not good enough anymore. There's a lot of good stuff, there really mm-hmm. is. Uh, but not a lot of like, oh, that's amazing and great, which is again why I said just have at it, dude. just keep on, just keep on making more games. It's like you said though, Casey, on there, on your Twitter about like music. I just yeah, I, I just went on the old man music rant
2: recently. Yeah, but it
0: is because like, as it gets easier. Um, no offense to anyone who feels like they are a, listening to mediocrity or whatever. That it's all subjective, but it is also objective that as it becomes easier to make things it requires a little less time a little less effort a little less passion you can get like that you know
2: and this is intentional like the bar gets lowered so more people can participate and that means someone who maybe is talented in that field gets a chance to do something that they might not have but it also means there's a lot of people who have no business doing this who are fucking around in it essentially
0: yeah and you can sell to those people that's how you end up with so many tech bros or, or with twitch's changes because they know that there's uh, like, yes, Ninja can make me a lot of money. Shroud can make me a lot of money. Or all these people who are willing to buy my products to try and be Ninja, to try and be Shroud, also get me money. It, it's, 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 we've gone from I need to have a hit to just I can, I can play the numbers game instead. It is just business. That's, that's the part that just takes the life out of anything in the entertainment industry.
1: And the, the crazy thing to me is, it feels like all of the indies, if I just say last year, the indies that stood out to me, all of them felt familiar to something else. But none of them felt like they were trying to f- ride on the coattails of what was hot now. So mm-hmm. you had, um, you know, stuff like Neon White and and Tunic and Tinykin and, uh, and Signalis and Citizen Sleeper and Stray in these games. And none of them, like all of them. Felt like other recognizable things, even like the year before with Death Store and stuff. They all felt very recognizable, but none of them felt like they were looking at charts and being like, oh, we need to be X, Y, or Z. And then you have something mm-hmm. like Vampire Survivors come out of nowhere where it's like, <laughs> I don't even know what you're like, but you are <laughs> the biggest on thing on the planet. Or even like Among Us. And now we're getting a fucking Among Us animated series. Um, and so, like, uh, I don't, I, I don't, it just feels like when was the last time that, like, going back to our original topic i guess with the with the, the project loki like when did when has chasing a trend worked other than i guess being the first one after the first one or yeah, the like biggest a, like a one real, after like the first real
2: quality one. fast follow right. like yeah Fortnite for example i think yeah, yeah. yeah fast
0: follows are hard yeah you're right uh, like overwatch coming through behind tf2 that makes sense but there was such a sizable gap there Blizzard yeah. can just. Yeah. Blizzard like, could copy anyone, and they'd still have their fan base.
1: Like, no one has touched Among Us in terms of, like, a lot of, there's a lot of social deduction games like yeah. it. I mean, we play you, First Class Trouble and have a good time every time we play it, but, like, nothing approaches that level of success, right? Same thing with Vampires Survivors. Nothing in the... They try. I know. There's something you really like. Like Brotato? Was that the one?
0: Rotato was good. Yeah, I've I yeah. have, have a list that I keep of vampire survivors. I'm getting pretty close to about a hundred, and I didn't even start at the start of this year. And Jesus. there's maybe five that are actually like doing something to the formula instead of just okay, vampire survivors, but nuns, vampire survivor, but Trojans, yeah, blah, blah blah same thing,
1: like oh. condangs. I, I knew that was coming. Trojan condangs. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yes because someone will,
0: you know, just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's will? I you him.
1: <laughs> that's the nice thing i know that because of chat gp uh when i die so they'll just be able to like recreate my streaming thing and someone will say something and be like oh, yep insert the thing marty's gonna say here <laughs> um
0: trend like uh like i know I, I struggle to think of when something went hot and then immediately something else followed after oh. Tyrell
2: 007 says Genshin Impact's copy pasting Breath of the Wild into Weeb filter worked, but that also, I mean, they, they also did something on top of that. Like they made it a, they made it a free game and then they yeah. put gambling in it.
1: Did y'all know that Honkai is a way bigger than
2: Genshin? Like, oh, yeah, like, is that popular, is too, yeah that's or? been going, that's, that has a history. Like that's been going for like a long time. So that, they've, uh, they've got like gambling Honkai money. Has- yeah, it's been, it was a mobile game first. Oh. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought Honkai was just like they they made
1: Genshin and were like, oh, we got this money. Let's put it into the Honkais. No, that their money came from Honkai and then they made Genshin. Yeah, Honkai's very big. And I think Honkai is coming to PlayStation later on the year. Put Honkai on Switch. I don't know who I'm it, telling.
0: Mr. Miho
1: Mr. Miho Yeho. Shigeru Miho Put Honkai on Switch. I'll, I'll fuck with that, Honkais. Um, yeah, I mean, for us, like, tea leaves, do you see anything... Uh, yeah, Yahtzee says, uh, I mean, he said, like, cozy was the next big genre, but it was already the big genre. Um, but, like, what do you see, like, reading the tea leaves? Like, do you see people following on the coattails of any of those big indie games from the last few years I mentioned? Like, are more people going to try to do what Tunic did and bottle this the the energy of that early, you know, the, the 80s, early 90s um, um instruction manual era of games are people going to bottle that frenetic energy of neon white are people going to lean uh, yeah. on signalis's kind of horror uh, You're
2: gonna get a bunch of dredge likes
0: are we gonna get some dredge likes funny i i did see one but it, it's too close out to say it's dredge it's dredge but you're but date the diver you're just finding you're, you're collecting your own food for sushi. Uh, you know, yeah. it's kind of funny to have there.
1: It's not like Lovecraftian, right? No, no, no it's like pure, purely, purely cozy.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, my, my idea is as these, more importantly, the engines are becoming um, easier to access. There's even more now. The big talk with Unity being all weird this year or last year or whatever, with I'm not sure what they did, but they pissed everybody off. I got a lot of creators talking about, um, game engines and people realizing oh you know there's game makers toolkit unity there's epic it's more accessible there's godot there's also you know fortnite has its own game engine within inside of it roblox is doing its own thing yeah yeah you're, you're gonna well, for the most part you're gonna right now end up with a few games here and there that do emulate the the games of like the playstation 1 the ps2 we, we even have plenty of those now where people go dang that looks like a playstation 2 game what's the, what are these graphics i'm paying for
1: oh i watched a video i said the other day about how ps1 aesthetics is becoming a big trend in horror in horror games like, people are getting that, like, late 90s, early aughts kind of aesthetic and being able to make spooky atmosphere yeah. and vibes on a on a low budget.
0: Sharp type beats like that? I could see that. Yeah. yeah. No, As far as, like, where are they going to chase trends? I'm not too sure. I think it's never been more fractured, which makes it exciting. That mm-hmm. means that lightning could strike almost anywhere right now. That's what I'm, I'm very hopeful. For as dystopian as it all feels, I'm very hopeful. Yeah. Casey, do you have any
1: thoughts? You looked like you were getting ready to say something.
2: Uh, I'm, to be honest, I'm thinking of Clash of uh, Heroes. <laughs> when are we going to get more Clash likes? That, that That is that is an amazing puzzle game. It's coming back. That might inspire some I, folks to be like, hey, let me, let me, let's let mix some shit into this match-three genre that seems to have been sleeping.
1: It was just a little too early. When it first came out, it was a little too
2: early. If it and, came a little bit later. Now that I'm thinking fun. about it, that... That was that game a Games with Gold game or was it like a Summer of Arcade game? Lash of Heroes. Yeah, yeah like I don't. When it first dropped, because like yeah, I it was I'm, something that I didn't pay for. Like it was just given to yeah. me by Xbox back in the day.
0: It's yeah, not on the, it's not on the X uh, Summer. That might have been
1: uh, Xbox. That might have been a, a, a Games with Gold. A Games with Gold joint. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I. But uh, the thing is, you played it later than me because it first launched on the DS. And I remember playing it. Oh, yes. Yeah, no idea, Yeah. Because at the time, before I got in the games, gaming industry, I was dating a girl who had a bunch of roommates and one of the roommates was a producer at Ubisoft. And, uh, he would bring me, he knew I played games and so he would bring me games. And so from him, I got copies of James Cameron's avatar <laughs> game. <laughs> the ubisoft one from the first movie and which was not good that was like a mean gift and then he brought me a copy of this on the ds which was fucking great and i was like oh my god this is so amazing. good this is the it's best an
2: amazing game
1: yeah um yeah he was great uh uh yeah that was for <laughs> my french friends uh uh he was french too which was great because ubisoft hires a lot of french people except um i don't know if i don't know why uh Ubi explained to you you work there <laughs> you, you know you, you know quite half, a bit how far are are in french it's okay yeah exactly um a couple uh a couple of super chats that came in uh will cooling going back to our goofs about switch two uh with a two pound dono said switch two uh perfects uh cloud slash casting to replace docking some people have been saying this, and some people are talking about this uh PlayStation Q thing, which is the thing they sort of lightly like brushed past at the end of their last conference that's gonna be a handheld streaming device. Oh. Um I, that streaming stuff doesn't that doesn't do it for me. That's I need mm-hmm. like I am not a vision I, I don't care about fucking 1080p's, I don't care about 4Ks, I don't care about frames per second, I don't care about ray tracing, but I need like zero latency. And that's just one thing i need in games and if there's latency which every time i've streamed a game off the cloud there has been latency then it's just kind of a a, that's a no that's a no starter like a non-starter for me and um so i don't know do you guys have any like cloud gaming is that something you're like i still don't know what that is (laughs) i don't
2: like i like i like the idea like i like the idea too yeah i'm a big fan of the idea of it and every time i've tried it i've been like this works surprisingly better than i think it would like if If this was my only way of playing a game, I could play a full game like this. It's just that it's not. And so I don't.
1: (laughs) That is true. Um, But it is like, I don't know. We just talked about the bear. Like um, everything I watch now is streamed. So it's good enough for me for all my media. So eventually I'm assuming the technology is going to catch up and it's going to be good enough for games. Right. Because like you could stream in 4K ish. Um, not not to be nearly as good as like native 4K in terms of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, N- Nick and his, his large collection of of steel tinned films like Moonfall. <laughs> uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'll I think it'll get there eventually. I just don't know if we're quite there yet. Uh, Mason Daniel with a dollar ninety nine. Thank you so much, Mason. Go by Dave the Diver. It is amazing. It's on the deck. Uh, hashtag no free ads. Uh, I'm excited. I, I have it downloaded. I'm, I'm probably going to play it this evening. Uh Ginger Biscuit, welcome to early access. Also, they should it should be on more places than than PC right now. It's only on PC. I'd buy it on Switch if I could. It's only on PC. Oh. At the moment. Yeah, I believe they have plans for other consoles in the future. Yeah, the, I the imagine hype it's I'll,
2: getting it's it's going to move.
1: Yeah, and it's 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 hard. I mean, I get like small small developers like I, we need to we need to get it right in one place before we can get it right in the other places. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. Uh, ginger biscuit thank you so much welcome to early access and our dodger with a $40.70 donation which i believe gets us straight yeah to, to that's an even
2: 200 <laughs> <laughs> percent
1: i was uh, saying nick should have to play a penalty game for letting the donation double itself you slacker and then nick jumps in to say marty and i have to play a punishment game from casey for summer game fest anyways that feels like you can't just
2: Yeah, you can't slot that punishment. This is a second this, this is a separate punishment. punishment. Yeah. Better get on, on that backlog too. Also we, we never set what the number was for the new goal. So is doubling this goal an automatic?
1: It has to be an automatic.
2: Yeah, right?
1: It's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it has to be an automatic. So
2: when is so when is the vote for the next thing? Because,
1: uh, well I believe it was gonna be this week, but Nick got sick, which hmm. is understandable you got he got the vid he, he thinks not have
2: democracy a, without a, nick his, <laughs> his toilet
1: blew up in the rona yes yeah, yeah he did big shits he got corona and he did big shits and he lost his hat. he shit so much that his hat flew off and <laughs> it, he has to go find his hat it's like a it's a pixar short film that you saw before <laughs> elemental uh, updraft yeah
0: what if from, what, what, from what if nick's shit, hat had emotions
1: <laughs> what if Nicks had had emotions? That's <laughs> going um, to be figured out soon. We also got to do Dokoban. Although they announced Dokoban coming to Steam in a few months. Hmm. Now I'm like, do we start on Switch or do we wait till Steam? I feel like it'd be easier to get four Steam codes. We're going to see. Yeah. We're going to see. Um, easier to stream too. Much easier to stream. And uh, yeah, more people could stream it. And if someone is playing on the shared account, then they could ostensibly toggle all person in and out um we'll figure that out later uh <laughs> do you guys play anything
2: um, let's see. watching anything uh yeah <clears throat> i did a, a review recently for a game called kingdom 80s oh yeah that's right and it's the they they label it a a standalone expansion i don't know how that functions because it's kind of just it's a full game i don't know why they consider it an expansion but maybe because it's so different from the previous games yeah like kingdom is a is a strategy game but they call it micro strategy because you it's not a top-down view you don't have a ton of units that you do a lot of things with it's very very shrunk down in scope like it's it's side on in terms of its perspective uh, it's pixel art beautiful pixel art um, and essentially you move back and forth across the screen and you like pay money to have things happen. And then those things kind of just take care of themselves. And so all you're doing is kind of monitoring how things are going as time progresses, because as time progresses and as you spend more money, your camp or your 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 camp, I should say, because in this game, it's a camp <laughs> uh, in a previous games, It was a kingdom.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But um, in this game, like your camp, like, you know, builds up defenses, builds up technologies uh arms uh your your units which are small children. <laughs> oh nothing like, so weird about that? Yeah mm-hmm. and you and you fight off this sort of uh Lovecraftian evil that kind of comes in the nighttime. So like it's it's really simple, like very easy to get a grasp on what's happening. Um and kind of enjoyable like because it's so kind of it's it's so laid back in terms of like what you have to do in order to prepare. Mm-hmm. Um And like it's good. It's got great vibes. Like the music is fantastic. Again, like Kingdom Eighties. It's it's essentially that kingdom building formula, but set Eighties. And you're you're a teenager at a a camp, and you're building up defenses against this 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 evil that's coming to like get you guys. But like like no one gets killed. Like when the monsters break in and like they attack the kids, they just kind of they knock the kids silly. I like to say because like when in order to to have them be part of your kingdom you like pay them like a single gold coin and then like they'll do stuff depending on what you assign them to do Like if you build up a a shack to make them like like builders or you build up a a place to make them hunters like you basically craft a hammer you craft a bow then the nearest kids just come get it and then that's their job now um If the monsters get them, they essentially knock the sense out of them. So like, they're no longer a builder. They're no longer a hunter. And they just kind of wander aimlessly until you go find them and and pay the money back to like recraft them.
1: I kind of, I kind of love that. Like knocks the heroism out of them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, they, they don't want to deal with it. Um, so you yourself, like you wear a crown for reasons it's tied to like the, the lore of the game in the previous games, but you wear a crown. And if the monsters rob you of all your money, because the, the enemy's called the greed, once you're at zero coins and they hit you, it'll knock the crown from your head. And if they get that, then it's game over. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it's, it's not super challenging, even on the harder difficulties, like it's very manageable. Um, but the, in general like once you do know what you're supposed to do how to build like how to position your folk, like in certain instances like your your defenders will stay behind cover so if you build good enough cover they'll be safe to attack enemies from that it, if they don't have cover they will run like they don't <laughs> like so your best bet is to build as much cover to keep them in position to keep fending off your stuff once you figure out how to do that the game is kind of a cakewalk, and once you move on to the next area because you move from a camp to like a neighborhood to like a school to like a mall uh so like you kind of start over each time you go to a new area and but you do the exact same thing, like nothing really changes in those new environments gotcha and that that kind of you kind of lose the the appeal over time, but it's still beautiful. the soundtrack is still dope, and so like the whole way through like it it becomes very back of the mind what you're doing. But, like, the vibes are always still, like, amazing. So, like, I, I enjoyed the whole time through with it. But, like, I would have liked for there to be a little bit more to do once you, like, progress through its... Uh, yeah.
1: its- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's always a tough uh, tightrope or decision to make of, like, mm-hmm. how, how much meat do you put in the game and where do you put it? Like, are you hoping to just hook everyone in the first few hours? Or do you really want to give people things who are sticking with it for the long and, haul and, and everything? Yeah, and
2: it's not very long. Like, it's... yeah to get to the end it was like maybe six hours i think but like it would be the exact same thing if you were to play it over (laughs) like even if it's on a harder difficulty you just do the same thing
1: how did uh the 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 80s aesthetic is something that is uh everywhere now um you know stranger things to Mm -hmm. to, uh, you know it's just sort of permeated uh uh games and movies and tv and stuff
2: do you think it's uh, does it come off well
1: here is it jarring does
2: it does it work it's It definitely works as a location swap for the genre. Like, mm-hmm. like they make everything make sense, except for the fact that you carry around a, a purse of gold coins and that's your currency. Like, that doesn't really fit. But it seems like something they
1: would do in Riverdale. Like, Archie <laughs> Jughead's got a crown. It seems like they fight <laughs> vampires and shit. I don't know, everything's
2: fine. Yes, but outside of that, like, everything, like, they've repurposed into into being tonally the same, function-wise. Um, But, like, yeah, other than that, though if the, if the look and the music wasn't so good, like it would be boring. Like I, like you don't do that much, honestly, like you, you move back and forth, like you, you get different ways to move back and forth. Like you can trade bikes and then eventually you get skateboard and then eventually you get Marty McFly's hoverboard and then oh, Marty yeah. McFly's DeLorean. Oh, yeah. Hell, and then yeah. you get a, a unicorn for re- Martin, what, McFly's cool. martin
1: mcfly's unicorn it's cool oh, you guys it's ever like, saw
2: back to the future four did you oh. <laughs> so like so like yeah like th- those those things are neat and like there's like fun little nods like in the background of like the mall for example like you go to the movie theater and it's just a bunch of high profile 80s movies like scarface like the posters there. yeah, back where, yeah. Like, uh i can't remember what the other ones are but just like E.T. is back there, like just stuff stuff that you will recognize, but it's like a little pixel art thing. And it's like, oh, that's cool that they've recreated that poster in pixel art. But that's kind of it. Like the draw is just, oh, I remember that. And then that's what it's used for, for the most part. So the 80s has that immediately
1: identifiable aesthetic, whether it's through um, the, the music, uh, sort of that the neon lighting the vice city kind of lighting Mm -hmm. uh whether it's through uh, cultural references like that is anyone gonna be able to do that with like the 90s and the aughts like are those just homogenized like
2: fucking pudding decades like (laughs) well like grunge i feel like permeates the 90s Uh, even though i like grunge was big but i don't think that's the the entirety of the 90s at all but like when when people look back it's mostly that, and I feel like that's why that hasn't worked as well.
0: Yeah, like it's the... Just, uh, they're, um, they're scared, right? You need to have a game willing to have the guns to put Sugar Ray.
1: You <laughs> kind of want to capture the 90s. Absolutely. You kind of have Frosted to do tips, that.
0: tips, like, come, my lady, come, all of Yeah. That.
1: Yeah. yeah, They, they the just crazy don't. House they just Butterfly, don't have yeah. it. Yeah,
0: they just don't have it in them
1: uh what it yellow jackets the uh the show yellow jackets half of it takes place in the modern day half of it takes place in the 90s because that's when they were they were in high school and those mm. 90s things they they um they they tap into some of those the, some of the music and stuff of the 90s but um i'm just curious like we're getting to the point where you know game developers grew up in the 90s some of them are going to start growing up in the aughts and like i'm wondering what those decades are going to look like and then even as we go further as more and more culture is seeped in m- nostalgia like the teens have no identity right
0: yeah like that's the, they, they they what we did i'm trying not to be like my my parents with like the kids don't have an identity i'm sure they do i just wouldn't know because like i feel like the most defining thing about a generation is their um their k through 12 when they're in the school sure I yeah, have yeah. no idea what they're about. I can't. It feels to me like they don't have any. But really, it's me who has not been in school. I don't know what their identity is. If these games come out where they have Genkos and stuff, I can relate. But after that, I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't know beyond yeah. what happened after Jorts. Like what happened?
1: Yeah, maybe this is three old men yelling at clouds right now. <laughs> like maybe that's why. Like there's no identity in culture anymore. <laughs> but, uh,
2: but to be fair, like yes, we are not the kids. But are we not? Are, we were kids once and the identity that we reference back is still tied to media right yeah is it See, like that's what we're we're talking about yeah we're talking about the music of the generation like the sights and the sounds like the movies that were out then mm-hmm. right so like yeah. that's that's probably going to be the same way that the next generation defines themselves and it's the truth everything that's coming out today is a rehash of that stuff that happened before that's so like that's what so like point. so i mean pick out what whatever's new like Fortnite, I guess, is a very right. big cultural thing for especially the youth. Yeah. But the stuff that Fortnite sticks inside of it to make it popular is the '80s. It's Star Wars stuff. It's uh Dune. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's inspired it's by you know it's it's all the same stuff. Yeah. I think there's a real issue here in terms of identity. Like I don't I don't think it's old man's yelling at clouds. We used to play outside. <laughs> <laughs>
1: can anymore there's smoke everywhere i'll have an asthma <laughs> attack if they try
0: to play outside um, um I, I'm you, not you sure guys check out i go on i don't know no. i was thinking i'm I'm not sure if that's maybe just a business thing and that they're being impeded or or if it is no developer is offering the look of like the younger sure. generation that's again that, that's a weird call because growing up you end up like your parents where you're like, okay, I, I get it now why they complain about my music the way I complain about new music and my bones being all creaky and stuff. So yeah. I'm, I'm trying we're to, also... I'm trying to keep an open mind to the youths. Like, we're clearly not there yet, and
1: we can mm-hmm. see that in how, you know, 10 to 15 years ago the indie games were the ones that were inspired by, like Shovel Knight was inspired by Mega Man and DuckTales. And so, and then we're moving a little bit further and you see, like, the messenger, which literally evolves from 8-bit to 16-bit, you know, halfway through the game. And you get a bunch of these 16-bit likes. You see is coming out soon, which is clearly developers who grew up playing stuff like Chrono Trigger. And then you get to Signalis and you're like, oh, these are developers uh, defined by PS1 era Mm -hmm. graphics, uh, games like Silent Hill 2. And so I think we just have to wait a little bit to be like, where are the developers who were inspired by the, the, the Brown generation of, of the, <laughs> the Brown, like where, where are my gears of war? Ar- Arkham Asylum. Right, right, uh, right. Where's
2: Where's all my Brown games. I, uh, right. I don't so even Pang know how Brown Arkham to, Pang was. Two just came out. Right. Is that a Brown or, game. Well, it was inspired by fear. Oh yeah. Which was of mm. that, of that era. Yeah. yeah.
0: Imagine though. Another thing is uh, it feels like when I was younger, I don't know how it goes for before that. Um, The zeitgeist was more focused in a very... I guess it's not the zeitgeist if it's not a focused point, but it feels like popular media is more spread nowadays and there are more things that offer even into the niche. Even the niche has a very, like, sizable uh, fan base to the point where you don't have to go into Call of Duty just because you want to play a video game and you like games and that's all that AAA is pulling out. Like, go into your your niche games that are offering more survival crafting, more, more... or 4x strategy or what is it called oh, yeah i think that's what it's called or, or any of that kind of stuff so it's very difficult for anything to really um combine its forces and and drag enough people out like my girlfriend was saying the witcher has been crazy good secession has been in in uh in talk for everybody but it's almost like just in its own little bubble where you could say have you seen secession and they're like the what the who i mean i can oh. mention barry to my friends i used to watch game of thrones with and they're like what's that
1: Oh, no, the like a number of people who watched Succession was very low. Yeah. Like in your bubble, you're like, oh, all of us are watching it. But like the fucking uh, shit to dick. What is it? Nuts the butt. What? What's the phrase? Like, to this the second
2: time you've forgotten this phrase. What is it? I don't know. I don't think you
0: ever figured it out the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: <laughs> I, it's a way of saying.
0: Bring it back, dick butt.
1: <laughs> the the front, the back, the top, the bottom, the
2: like, the phrase I'm aware of is soup to nuts, but that's not what you're looking that's for. You're looking, looking for, for something else, soup and, and I, was, I don't what know what that is. Soup and nuts. That's not what I was looking for. That's, that's not what I was looking that's for. It's like a, a dinner course thing. Like, you, you start with a soup and then you end with nuts. I don't know oh, what okay. that is. but
0: yeah.
1: The fact of the matter is, the number of people who, watch, uh, who watched <laughs> a random episode of Seinfeld in the 90s fucking eclipses. Yeah. Like an entire season yeah. of uh succession, so there's no monoculture anymore. Oh, there, 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 there it is except go. for those grimace videos, those are those are modest. That's those definitely monoculture. the monoculture. My yeah. mom's not going to
0: know what that is, so. it, it, it just takes a lot more effort. <laughs> I said to, mono, not you know. mamo culture. <laughs>
1: <laughs> culture. Uh, my, my mom watches, uh, there's like a a, a cinematic universe of Chicago. Fire department, medical, and police shows. Yes, like uh, my, my friend Superman department. Jeff was
2: actually into that, like a weird old man.
1: <laughs> yeah, every weird yeah, every man. once in a while I'll hang out and I watch some of those. And I, I get into it because I'm like, fuck yeah, sure. And every once in a while they'd be like, this is it, this is the crossover event where like some shit goes down where they need a paramedic, a firefighter, and a cop. <laughs> yeah, so a whole like, I gotta terrorist shoot event. This. I have to shoot this man who's on fire, and then you have to put him out, and then you have to patch him up, and it's great. It's the only cinematic universe I care about. Honestly, right now, it might be the only cinematic universe that's working because God knows Marvel and DC isn't making it work. Uh, Frost, you been playing anything else?
0: I've been playing Borderlands. Again, played Borderlands 1. I'm on 2 right now. What? What? Why? Just uh, because I wanted to make sure it wasn't purely nostalgic goggles like rose tinted glasses. Back Uh in my day, looter shooters were better. I was like, well, let's, let's go have a look. I'd say Borderlands 1 was not probably, I don't know how to describe it outside of, it feels like Borderlands 1 is as entertaining as any looter shooter nowadays, but they feel, uh, it feels less scummy than these nowadays looter shooters. I'm not sure why, because Borderlands 1 feels like Borderlands 2, but you, you licked the icing off of the cupcake and then gave it to me. That's kind of whack. And even Borderlands 2 has that moment where I'm just like, mm, the loot is good, but as far as like the compositional and whatnot, I think we got tired of Borderlands by the time three came out. That's that's what I'm sitting on right 100%. now. But, but yeah, that, that's 100%. there's really nothing too deep as far as uh, my deep dive into that. Sometimes you just want a little bit of looting and a little bit of nostalgia, and that definitely has been hitting me. As far as like what's new, I finally got back into my demos after because I had a lot of a lot of work and. Then it, a non-tornado knocked out my power. Power creep in the weather. It would be... Playing a lot of demos, the but the one thing that really stuck out to me was a cute little puzzle game called yes. Stick to the Plan. Yes. Where you play a small little doggy trying to get through a through a little puzzle course, but he keeps on... Picking up a stick that is just bigger and bigger, and it takes up more tile spaces, and you have to figure out how to like maneuver him around so that he can get away with the stick. And it is the cutest thing; absolutely fell in love with it almost instantly. An amazing demo. Go, go, try out the demo. It's fantastic.
1: T- I tossed it in the chat. I am. Uh, I'm going to download this on my Steam Deck the second we get off this. I'm excited for six. Play- if it doesn't run on Steam Deck, I'm going to uh review bomb uh, this page, and I'm going to. <laughs> uh i'm gonna dox dead
0: pixel tails yeah there you go developer i could actually do that they're great uh absolutely C- cutest little thing everything else yeah this, this is very cute looking. Yeah, yeah. absolutely and it's uh yeah the the trend i noticed though is like even as i go through all these demos uh, as much as people like to complain that's like oh there's so many bad games nowadays the the average is ever growing like I'm really finding far less, oh, my God, this is a game and not a virus. And uh, <laughs> like, wow, this could be a, a really huge uh, hit for the genre type beat. You know, so I'm getting a little my eyes are glazing over with mediocrity. That's uh, more or less where I'm feeling that sense of indies are kind of losing their identity. They're just like triple A junior.
1: Listen, what do we got coming up? Crime o'clock is coming out in two days. We got Crime O'Clock. We got Viewfinder coming out in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Things are going to be fine.
0: I'll be okay. Venba,
1: we got our food game coming out at the end of next month. Disney Island uh, Illusion. I don't know what, direct, what order those what? words go in, but I'm excited for that one. The oh, Little Mickey Mouse. The Mickey Mouse Rayman. Oh. One that feels like the, oh. those two Rayman games, Legends and Origins, but it's Mickey Mouse and his, his that, That's That's like co-op oh. or something, right? It can be. I could be one to four players. So it's so, almost like the new Super Mario yeah, plus Rayman. Yeah. Okay. Aesthetically, it looks more like Rayman, though. Um, gotcha. but oh, Yeah. God, look at I'm looking, that. I'm looking forward to that. Um, you guys you guys have anything else before Before we did, did we get all the the super chat No we didn't. Uh Trumando with a four ninety nine dono. Thank you so much, Trumando. Uh going back to 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 the the apocryphal tale of Nick's hat. Uh Nick's hat lands on random people who can't stop making these nuts jokes and arguing on Twitter. From Pixar, this summer experience, Pooh Poo and Nick. I like the idea that his hat is like Cappy and Mario Odyssey. Right. <laughs> and that is also
2: called Poo Poo.
1: Yeah, it's also <laughs> is, called Poo Poo. I don't know how the Poo Poo thing started, but let me tell you. No
0: idea. I'm fine, I'm fine with it. It's his lore now.
1: I don't know. As someone who survived Incest Gate 2022, <laughs> I'm fine with it. Just pass that curse on. Was it, uh, what
0: have you been playing, Marty, if anything?
1: Uh, I've been playing... Uh, um, I'm wrapping up Final Fantasy 16, which I'm still enjoying. Um... It is, uh, some of it can be a little long in the tooth, which is, uh, I a part of it's on me because I keep playing every side quest and then b- only one out of five of them are good. And I'm like, why do I just have to collect these fucking flowers? I don't care about you. But then I'll get to one where I'll be like, oh damn, that was heavy. And so, um, part of that is on me. Uh, I finished Pikmin one and I'm replaying Pikmin two now, which is, uh, great. These games are delightful. And someone who doesn't like RTS's. um, it is truly baby's first rts which um i really like and it just has that nintendo i don't know je ne sais quoi about it to where um <laughs> everything feels good looks good and they get you to pay $50 again several years later to play it
0: nintendo so, je ne sais quoi I don't know french yeah. for i will sue you <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> i streamed last time i started uh mario galaxy which again that game is a delight that game was a an absolute peach um no pun intended, because Peach ain't in that game. It's all about Rosalina, our nine-foot-tall space queen,
0: uh,
1: who has a very devastating backstory, which I'm not going to spoil now, but it, it was it's wonderful. And so, yeah, playing those kind of in a holding pattern after I finish Final Fantasy. I'm going to try to finish Final Fantasy before I go on vacation. Uh, I'm going to Portland for a week uh, this weekend. Until next weekend, uh, so I won't be on streams or the show next week. But I want to finish Final Fantasy, so I want to get back. I have a clean slate, and I can figure out what I'm going to play for July. I know Viewfinder. I know Pikmin Four, but like, I, I can go back. I can go back. I try to either clear the backlog or get a head injury and try to like play an entire series again, as, as one is wont to do. Oh god! Nice. Um, good luck to you.
0: <laughs> good luck with that.
1: Every uh, time
0: a franchise announcement comes through, I'm like, well, I don't know what Marty's playing. You don't want to know. So Twenty the games. thought.
1: I literally had of do I do Metal Gear again? And then I was like, I literally sat with Casey. Just, <laughs> just with Casey. Wait, wait, and there's a new one coming out. And so like, just what do I just, everyone, it's fine. Everything's fine. I'm not doing all the Assassin's Creed. That's too many games. I'm really excited for it.
0: I Especially know. if they say they're going back to roots. Surely you would just play the first one. No. Yeah. If, if at all, Ooh,
1: I should play the first one.
0: Yeah. I've played the first one since 2000. Is it not in the same 2009? area? Like the, uh yeah, the first one was all blue Sophia, though. Uh, no, the first, first one was blue. So you could turn that No, on. this
2: one's in Baghdad, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't think they're in the same like uh, physical I location, I saw the highest but like same same region, probably.
0: Yeah.
1: There's no way to know. There's really no way to know. Tyreel, I'm gonna get to Xeno at some point. I did Zeno gears. I'm one-tenth the way there. Everything's fine. And then Nick the OG with the two dollar dono. Surely his hat would be named Shithead. That was beautiful. That was a poo-poo joke with a head joke. Uh do you guys have anything else, or do you want to do you want to wrap up now, Casey? You're gonna be back in 20
2: minutes. Uh, yeah, I, I gotta, gotta go, go because I gotta be back here. Um, yes. I, I did watch the movie Elemental, but I'll I guess I'll talk about that at some point in the future. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Down, down. Oh,
1: <laughs> you hate fire think, and ice. Yeah, it's a bad movie. <laughs> but we'll we'll get into it later. Get we'll it later. There'll be, there'll be plenty of time. Uh, Casey, uh, aside from that, what can uh, folks check out? 20 minutes, uh, you'll be back a with little, uh,
2: Dante. Yeah, I mentioned it a little earlier, but uh did a review for Kingdom A. Did you check that out? I uh, oh, yeah. also mentioned uh, Trip Hang 2, which is another review I did just before that. Check that out. <clears throat> um, I, did that go out today? But uh, I also edited Darren's uh, Indiana Jones uh, movie review.
0: Uh,
2: tomorrow? Uh, yeah, that'll come out at some point in the future. Check that out. Yeah. <clears throat> um, whatever uh, Steam Next Fest stuff that I wrote and put on the site is out there in the world. Trash Bandits wrote that uh, and guard wrote that, check that stuff out. Oh, yeah. Uh, new episode of the Sigma show this past week. Check that out. Had a great conversation about all the FTC, Microsoft stuff. Marty was there. Yep. Um, to hear our yeah, thoughts,
1: Rachel, Rachel provided a ton of great insight.
2: Though. Yeah. Okay. Rachel was there. She's, she's super great at all the business, new stuff. Yeah. And uh, my good friend, Yokina cat, who's a tech is there as well, Wonderful. too, for vibes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I probably won't be here Saturday. Um, Probably won't be a Sigma show this Sunday either. Um, so but probably back after that. Oh yeah. Who knows? You'll you'll here hear you from go. me. Also by you.
0: What's up, guys? Uh let's see here cold take and early access. And while you're there, go watch the uh pilot for the stuff of legends. It's gonna it's gonna be a fun. Yeah, stuff. all your new members, check that out. Oh yeah. Oh that's right. You have so many new members. Go go digging in there, see what we got cooking up. Where our streams are gonna go. Uh, don't think there's gonna be childhood classics this Friday. Amy's feeling a wee bit under the weather. uh Saturday, i figure out what it is that we're doing because we're just gonna play BattleBit all day at this rate. <laughs> but yeah, it's a big day for BattleBit. A, a huge day, but yeah, that should be, it should be it for me as far as I know. Is it Wednesday?
1: Oh, okay, it is Wednesday. Yes, right,
0: we're good. uh, and then yeah, George Lucas. Uh, we should Nick thinks
1: he'll be back tomorrow for Splinter Cell normal time at noon, and then Casey and I should be starting uh, Half Life.
2: Episode two, episode two, two, episode
1: two, episode one.
0: That's (laughs) That's horrible. That's what Attack on Titan's doing. This is
1: why, yeah, it's. This is Attack on Titan. This is why PC gaming should be banned. Uh, Perfect. So, yeah, check all that out. And again, thank you to everyone who uh, uh, became an Early Access member and everyone who just hung out during this chat and who um, hung out with us, who spoofed, who goofed, who donated. Uh, We really appreciate it. So uh, for Casey and Frost, this was Marty. This was episode number 93. We're almost at 100. Thank you guys so much. Uh, We'll see you next week for Breakout. And uh, stay tuned in 20 minutes. Casey and Jesse will be back for more Dante's Inferno. Bye, just everybody. To the beast.
2: Bye. I almost said
1: Dante's Peak, which that would be a good one if you guys just <laughs> watched that movie. Peak. Was that a
2: nineties movie?
1: It should
0: have made. That it was a nineties movie. Game.